No one is above the law. That is what I've been told from the Biden administration and from the DOJ. But as the days, weeks, months, years roll on, we are beginning to see that that is not only false, but that is a complete load of crap. Hunter Biden has pleaded guilty to drug and gun charges and uh, gets what is not even a, not even a uh, lap on the road. While on the other side of the aisle, you have the FBI and the DOJ going after Donald Trump real hard over documents that were here at Mar-a-Lago. But anyway, I'm Dylan Hildreth. This is the Dylan Hildreth Show. Make sure to download the podcast if you are listening to podcast if you're on youtube welcome in make sure to hit the subscribe button and the like button i would greatly appreciate it helps out the numbers now let's get back into this whole uh this she show she show we got we got keep it clean for youtube but anyway so, Hunter Biden pleaded guilty, gets no jail time, goes to some rehab facility that he's uh, not improve on his life and go off and do whatever. Probably hurt more Parmesan cheese off a hind end. But, anyway. That wasn't the big breaking news that should have rattled the nation. It should have caused an uproar. It should be wall-to-wall coverage nonstop on Fox, MSNBC, CNN, ABC, CBS, everything. This should have rattled the core of every single American. Yet, it was briefly covered. Everybody was still going off about the whole submarine thing with Ocean Gate. Which, it's an it, it, it's an interesting story, but it it was rich people doing stupid things and stupid things. That's all that was. But anyway, the big shaking, earth shattering news by the House and Ways Committee or Ways and Means Committee, I sh- what it is in the uh. In Congress, a text from a WhatsApp to Henry Zhao, who is a part of the Chinese Communist Party. Now, this text is from Hunter Biden, and it reads, I am sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like resolve this now before it gets out of hand and now means tonight and z if i get a call or a text from anyone involved in this other than you zhang or the chairman i will make certain that between the man sitting next to me 
and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. So that completely disproves, that completely proves that Joe Biden did know about his son's business dealing, counter to what he was saying during the 2020 election. And I think said it again in 2021. And again, Henry Zhao, who is a part of the Chinese Communist Party, a drop off, being a part of a drop off, the IRS whistleblowers said that they recommended more charges be brought against the president's son, but had faced pushback from the Biden administration. This is according to the Daily Wire, Ryan Saveda. Saavedra, excuse me if I'm butchering that, but the, but yeah, it completely shows that Joe Biden and the DOJ getting directly involved, shielding Hunter and being able to get, get this whole deal resolved so that double jeopardy cannot happen when a Republican eventually retakes the White House and the DOJ. The DOJ is now doing what it was supposed to never become, and that is a politicized weapon against the opponents. As the old saying goes, for anything, my friends, for my friends, anything, for my enemies, the law. While the DOJ is simultaneously going after Donald Trump for documents who it was what 30 to 70 that were classified as top secret now let me throw this out there for you as a I'm just going to spitball what if there were corrupt members of the FBI that were in Mar-a-Lago and Put some top secret documents into those boxes. Was able to sneak some in and so on and so forth and pretty much plan evidence. That seems plausible given that this is the same administration or a or a part of the same administration that completely formed a Russian collusion hoax against Donald Trump in 2015-16 and continued it on for seven years. I feel like that's plausible. That is a very plausible explanation on why there are possibly top secret documents at Mar-a-Lago. Now, could have Trump taken them? Yes. Would it still be a criminal charge? No. Because the Presidential Records Act is not a criminal statute. It is a civil statute. The National Archives can sue Trump for the documents. But as far as charges go, there, there can't be any. Because it's a civil statute. And yet they have to pull out statutes completely out of their rear end. Use other statutes that had no meaning to this. Had no intent on 
this being used by the original makers of these statues and the Espionage Act, which they're pulling that one directly out of their sphincter. All to get the mean orange man in Mar-a-Lago. This is Stalin-esque, Putin-esque, uh, Mussolini, Hitler-esque kind of stuff going on from the Biden administration. And I don't know if it's Joe running the show, which I was surprised. I don't know if it's Chuck Schumer, Connor, or Barack Obama himself. If I had money to bet, I would say it's either Barack or Hunter running the show. But nonetheless, it is the same administration. It, it is the same administration that told you that the vaccinations weren't. It's the same administration that says, oh, don't worry about the election. It was definitely clean as the driven snow in the whole nine yards. And it's the same administration that told you that, oh, nothing bad will happen if we just pull out of Afghanistan. Oh, it fell. Never mind. And over and over and over again, they, how many times can they sit here, directly lie to you, and you still believe what they say? And I'm talking to the 45% of the country that says that they're going to vote Joe Biden again no matter what. I can... There are Democrats out there that if they ran, they would probably beat Ron DeSantis, which I think is the most electable Republican right now in the running. If the Democrats went to RFK, I, I think RFK would be the president. He would become president in 2024. But well, they're not going to do that because RFK is not controllable. He doesn't go with the narrative. They have to go with Joe Biden. And their backup plan is Gavin Newsom. Who is running California directly into the ground. But anyway, I'm going way off topic here. But now in the Daily Wire, once again, uh, this one by Brandon Dre. Secret global phone Biden uses vice president could reveal tight communications with foreign nationals. A report. Uh, there, the report, re the article reads, then vice president Joe Biden allegedly used secret global cell phone paid for by Hunter Biden's business. According to the government accountability institution, president Peter Schweitzer, 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 who has documented the Biden family's alleged multiple financiers directly tied to Chinese Communist Party intelligence officials under, during, the, during and after the Biden Obama administration, told Fox News on Sunday that the nonprofit organization discovered the private phone line from Hunter's infamous laptop. And that may be the phone, for an example, that the Ukrainian Burisma executive might have used in this allegation that talked to Joe Biden in and recorded conversations, he said. And that's another thing that kind of broke since the last time I stepped in front of this camera. The 
Burisma coming out where five million went to Joe, five million went to Hunter. We have Hunter on the Burisma board, and they got the uh, the Attorney General that was going after Hunter kicked out. Uh, that whole mess, and there was actually recordings of Joe Biden there talking about it that we have. Uh, you can catch that on the Dan Bongino show on uh, on Rumble. And this whole ordeal, it, it's just one paid off foreign national to the next. Ukraine to Romania, to China. How many more? Honestly. How many more is there? Is there anything going on with Russia? Is... Are, what else is there? How many more foreign enemies is paying Joe Biden? Is paying Hunter Biden? Because that's a... Uh, we need to know these answers and we need to hear, we need to find those tapes between Hunter Biden and Ukrainian national. And I know they can't find the, we can't find the tapes. Oh, of course you can't because they're in Ukraine. They are over there. That is why they make, they have this whole war continuing on. So it's unsafe to go there, get the tapes. And that's why we are sending hundreds of millions of dollars over there so it can be laundered and back over to the Bidens, to Zelensky, and to all of their friends. I question how much is actually going to this war effort. And the more that comes out, the less I am willing to say that, okay, we need to send money over to Ukraine. Because it seems like it's just going into the pockets of these foreign nationals and back around to the Bidens. And McCarthy floated the idea after the IRS whistleblower testimony is he may very well start the impeachment process on uh, Merrick Garland should he not testify or should he not investigate Hunter Biden on all of this stuff. Here's a bit of that. Miranda Devine says that Joe Biden met with his business partners 12 times, 12 different times and 12 different deals, perhaps. So it's according to Rob Walker, who was in on all this stuff. Good friend. He's all over uh, all over the laptop. So will this prompt you to do a impeachment inquiry? Well, you apparently don't follow me on Twitter because yesterday I laid out very, very clearly by July 6th, because of the allegations from the IRS, because of the whistleblowers and the DOJ, our, our Garland, what he is saying and what David Weiss are saying privately are two different things. Right. And if it comes true what the IRS whistleblower is saying, we're going to start impeachment inquiries on the attorney general. Well, big things going to be coming down the pike election year is going to be the absolute craziest we have ever seen in our entire lives and may be the most craziest in the history of America. 2020, we had pandemics 
pandemics, uh, riots, bang. And what we saw in 2020 is going to look like child's play compared to what we are going to see the next year and a half. Because there is so much on the line. The Everything that the left has done while in power is raise the stakes. When the stakes are raised like they have been past years, things get even more hostile, more volatile, more toxic. This election year is going to be by far the ugliest we will ever seen. And it may very well be just if not even more uglier than the election that Abraham Lincoln won in the first go-round. This is going to be ugly, and all I can tell you is brace for impact. I can't express this enough. This is going to be very ugly, very volatile. And there is this, as much as people want to say, oh, we were more divided in 1861. I don't know. Oh, we have never been more divided than we are right now. As far as the most extreme parts, parties within the realm of, if you want to say sanity, but. As far as the value system that hold, they are much, much different. And that was one thing in the 1860s, the war. That was the same interpretation. Here, completely, totally. And it's only going to get uglier so long. Now, in the culture war, we have made great strides. We are in the thick of the battle when it comes to protecting children from the rainbow cult and when it comes to fighting for the lives of the unborn children. We have made great strides in that. With the overturn of Roe v. Wade, thanks to the Dobbs decision. We are making headway. We are winning this fight because we stand on the side of truth. And as long as you have truth on your side, you will not lose. It will get rough. We'll begin to question what is the truth. But if you know in the heart of hearts you're on the right, you're in the right, we'll win in the end. That has never changed, and that will never change. See it, NHL, they're no longer doing Pride Night bullcrap. We just saw over the course of this Pride Month, a lot of things backfired. That Pride Month only turned out to be for a couple of hours on social media for a lot of places. Military, NASCAR, MLB. NFL, 
they were only act they they only had the pride colors for a few hours on their profile pictures. We're making great strides in the culture war, which is a very positive sign for this country. And that light at the end of the tunnel may be closer than what we believe. Now, speaking of the rainbow cult, back to the Daily Wire, Ben Whitehead. He is, uh, he wrote an article here. Montana becomes the third state reporting suspicious letters received by GOP officials. At least two GOP legislators in Montana have reported receiving suspicious letters containing white powder following similar reports from both Kansas and Tennessee governors Greg yep Dion Fort I I I don't I can't pronounce or said Friday Montana House leadership confirmed that the two Republicans representatives Rhonda Benden Hunt Connection and Neil Durham received letters at their homes. Both letters had local return addresses but had not been post office markings from Kansas City. NBC Montana reported some Republicans in Kansas and Tennessee have speculated that letters could result of either result of radical trans activism and an attempt to intimidate lawmakers. These letters mailed to Speaker Pro Tempore. Rhonda Knudsen, I, again, I apologize if I'm butchering the name, and Representative Neil Durham containing an unknown substance and are a continuation of the threats directed at legislators during the session. Montana House Speaker Matt Ryger said in a statement, Just as we stood firm during the session, we will not be threatened or distracted now. We are in tumultuous times, and the House leadership will continue our objective to protect Montanans' freedoms and safety no matter what cowardly threats are directed at us. And if these are from trans radical ad advocates, it again goes to show how absolutely insane the left leftists have become. And those moderate Democrats that you see, like RFK, like Joe Manchin, like Kristen Cinema, and people who actually believe in them, and the people that believe in them, that America is truly great, but are Democrats, they are unrepresented in this country. That's just the reality of it. There is no more moderate Democrats in charge. And we saw this throughout the Obama administration, which led to Donald Trump becoming president. Had Barack Obama not been as crazy and insane and as radical leftist as he was while in office, the pendulum doesn't swing so far back to the right that we get Donald Trump. And with the Biden administration being as Wildly leftist, as insane as it has, guess what? That pendulum, it's going to swing right back just as hard, back to the right. And, albeit not nearly as insane or as crazy as Donald Trump, 
That could very well be Ron DeSantis. Now, back on the Donald Trump thing. Now, I saw reports, and I don't know if it, this was ever... Uh, it was ever confirmed. I just saw snippets of it. But I saw a report that said that there was conversations being had that if Donald Trump dropped out of the race, then the charges would be dropped against him. Now, I think it's been denied by both sides. Again, I could be wrong. But even if that conversation took place and was initiated by the government, Every single person in that investigation who even entertained that idea should be thrown out of the FBI and land themselves right in jail for election interference, tampering, the whole shebang. Again, I don't know if this is true, but I've seen snippets of the possibility of it being true. And if it is, then everybody in that DOJ should be should land themselves in jail just for that alone. Because that is the absolute definition of election interference and intimidation and abuse of power. We cannot be we cannot be going into this we cannot be going into this whole system of well, if you quit running for president We'll drop some charges. Now, this could be complete BS. Uh, I don't know. I haven't had a chance to look the story back up and see if this ever became a thing. But I saw snippets of it, and I, I wanted to make myself very clear on this. And that this is completely nonpartisan, and I'd have the same energy had it been a Republican DOJ doing this to a Democrat nominee, especially the leader in a, in a primary. Because it should not be up to the DOJ to decide who gets to run and have that kind of influence. It, it, it shows complete partisan hackery. That has no business being in the FBI, the CIA, and the DOJ, but, again, it could be completely false, and I seriously hope that I'm, th this is complete BS, and I'm just ranting a rant, but, if this is true, heads need to roll for it, people need to be fired and thrown in jail for it, if that discussion was even brought up. Last, uh, almost last bit of the news. Fox has officially come out with their replacement of Tucker Carlson in that 8 p.m. time slot. And, uh, yeah, they, they, they failed. They flunked. It's Jesse Waters, prime time with Jesse Waters. And to think that that's going to bring anybody back is absolute insanity. It's just not going to happen. 
actually what this is actually going to do is ruin Jesse Waters with what little he had going. Which he had quite a bit going up until the whole Tucker Carlson situation. And he just got caught on the back end. He got caught on the back end. Along with Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram. Gutfield is kind of... Is, he, he hasn't gone completely underwater. But, nonetheless... You had a shot at redemption and getting 50%, 60% back with a Kaylee McEnany. But with, with today's media, with the unlimited amount of options people have, they're not going to be able to replicate no matter who they have what they had with Tucker. And there's a lot of people saying, oh, Fox, it'll take him a few years, but Fox will get back. No, they won't. No, they won't. They will not get back to that. They will not come anywhere near that ever again. Because there's so many more options now to go to to get news. Whether it's Fox, Daily Wire, Breitbart, um, Gateway Pundit, uh, there are plays. There are unlimited options now to go and get your news. Like I don't, I don't watch Fox News. Period anymore. I watch, I, I, I watch and follow the Daily Wire, the Blaze, Dan Bongino, Johnson. I don't pay any mind to what really what Fox News does, because I don't care. Hell, I've watched more of Cuomo on uh, Newsmax, News Nation. I've watched more of him than I have on Fox News. But Fox is headed down a very... They have gone down the sucker hole. They have... They are... And you can see them going woke. Supposed to use preferred pronouns now in the Fox News headquarters because Murdoch's kids wants they want to get back they want to get into that those big social circles that are very extreme leftist and liberal and they are beginning to capitulate to the woke cowards of BlackRock and other uh, big money sources that secretly run the country. And it's becoming a sad reality that the only place that conservatives can actually get reliable, trustworthy, conservative news is online. Is through a paid service, through a Daily Wire, The Blaze, Breitbart, uh, Rumble. A lot of good people on Rumble from... Like I said, Dan Bongino, Benny Johnson, Graham Allen, uh, Drew Bernquist. I, I think I'm pronouncing that right. But it it's sad that it's come to this point and that the 
and I, I've said this in several podcasts before I've gone fully on YouTube, with but the First Amendment was meant to protect, one of the parts was to protect the press, and to be able to be that, that check to corruption, and unveil the corruption, and as I said at the top of the show, the news has not done that. Media, the press, has not done that, especially with this whole Hunter Biden text bombshell. The there there was a famous saying. Um, I know I know Jesse Ventura said it. And regardless of what you believe of Jesse the Body Ventura, he's very right on this quote. We can survive bad presidents, but we cannot a bad media and that media that we have today very bad and not doing their actual jobs and being that check power and to expose corruption on Capitol Hill in the White House they have completely and utterly failed at that job and it's sad to see I'm Dylan Hildreth this is the Dylan Hilder Show. Make sure to like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're listening on podcast, make sure to hit the follow button, download, and we will see you next time on the Dylan Hilder Show.